Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. From the Abraham Lincoln Radio Studio at the George Washington Broadcast Center. Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty. Armstrong and Getty. And now, he is Armstrong and Getty. Live from Studio C. Season your. You know what it is? Dimly lit room. That's what it is. Deep within the bowels of the Armstrong and Getty Communications compound. And hey, everybody, midweek, here we are under the tutelage of our general manager, crime. Jeez. <laughs> oh, <laughs> you and your dramatic fiend general manager. Today, you know, it's I just, crime. I crime. <laughs> That's right. You have to say it like that. It's important. Oh, uh, I just came across some really interesting analysis of uh, some of the reasons for the current skyrocketing crime wave uh, and it, it's interesting I think I just used interesting twice trust me you will your thoughts will be provoked cool glad to hear it crank up the music Michael this is a party this is an intermation party have you ever been to an intermation party everybody shows up with a factoid or a tidbit or an anecdote <laughs> and they swap it around and we all have a good time it's an intermation party and that's what this is Great tidbit, Jim. Oh, thanks, man. Here's my factoid. Uh, here's the two most interesting things to me on my radar. One, the president is going to sign executive orders around climate change today because Congress is not doing what they want because there aren't enough votes for it. And the Supreme Court said, hey, uh, what what agency did they shut down? 
I mean, it was an overarching rule about that sort of thing. But which agent? Oh, the EPA. Because the uh, Supreme Court said to the EPA, hey, you can't just make up whatever you want. So uh, agencies can't do it anymore. So the president's going to sign some climate change executive orders, and we'll all argue whether or not we think they're constitutional or right or not. Although he's well. being encouraged strongly by his own party to declare a climate change national emergency, which could, would give the president power to do all kinds of things. Right. Act as if the Chinese hordes are invading the West Coast as we speak and granting him d- dictatorial powers. The, these times are so odd because the president will knowingly uh, declare something with his phone and his pen that is just blatantly unconstitutional and not think for a second it's not. Uh, but he will desperately hope that the rabble, the low information voters out there will say, wow, he really is fighting for us. I think I'll turn out and vote in the midterms. It's just so obvious. Yeah, no, I haven't heard uh, what the executive orders are yet. Have you seen that anywhere? The last I no, saw that, a, that was still a thorough description. That's yeah. still unknown. Um, they, the White House has announced they are not going to declare in a, a national climate change emergency yet. I don't think they're going to, but they're trying to make it sound like to the, you know, the Twitter world or whoever's most active on this topic that we were just we're just days away from declaring the climate emergency when we can uh, order everyone out of their gas cars and blah blah blah. Right. Sure. It all it reminds me of you know the husband his wife calls him a coward so he. Hires the neighbor to pretend to attack him so he can beat him down. What? I mean, it's just so. <laughs> it's that, such, so performative. <laughs> That's a plot of a movie I saw. The guy ended up dying. Anyway, uh, so it just it's just so dumb. So you got that as an interesting story, and at some point, I think while we're on the air, those will come down, and we'll see. I wonder how far he's going to go with his executive orders on climate change. Anyway, well, I just like the 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 fact that they waited till there's a big heat wave. You know, it's super hot in various ah, parts right. of the country. It being late July? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I wanted to uh, talk anyway, about that. Anyway, so, oh, look at that. The world's on fire. Europe's, look at Europe. Yeah. Europe's, yeah. Europe is crazy hot. Yeah, it is, but, you know, I have stated many times over the years, whether this makes me a bad person or not, as Joe would say, there are plenty of things that make you a bad person, so you don't have to narrow Get in down. line. <laughs> Uh, I don't know. Maybe this makes me a bad person. I've not spent any time in my life looking into climate change. It's just a topic I've decided that's not something I'm going to do. I can only be yeah. I can only do deep dives on so many different things. And I've just decided I'm not going to pay attention to that one. Maybe at some point I'll have to. But um, there have been record temperatures being set my entire life. I remember when I, little, when I was a little kid, I'd be so excited. This is the record hottest day, day it's ever been. Oh, wow, that's exciting. And um, were those part of climate change, or is that something different, or am I stupid for bringing up that question? But we've always been setting records, so is every record sure. now proof of climate change? That doesn't make sense to me. Uh, uh, no, no, but that's certainly the way it's presented. Sure. Absolutely. And then yesterday, I mean, I was watching a bunch of different newscasts, and they were compiling so many different things together to make the whole climate change point the day before the president's going to come out and, you know, with his executive orders. And they mm-hmm. had a, um, a, a, a door cam, doorbell cam. What is that? Have you seen this? Oh, sure. Of the sure. U- UPS guy collapsing in some state where it was really hot. As you can see here. Okay, so one UPS driver who maybe drank too much last night and passed out in the heat. 
It's my evidence of climate change. Let, let's not use these examples. Can you give me real examples? Come on now. Well, right. It, it's possible uh, 57 UPS guys pass out every single year during the summertime. I don't know. They're wearing brown. Give them a nice khaki <laughs> uniform. Like I was saying yesterday, mesh braids for the French. You just got to change things up. <laughs> um, let's start the show officially. I'll mention the other thing that I'm excited about today. Um, I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty on this Wednesday, July 20th, the year 2022. We are Armstrong and Getty, and we approve of this program. Let's begin officially and constitutionally now, according to FCC rules and regulations. Here we go at Mark. And you see that big orange ball. That is the sun. (laughs) Part of a hair on fire weather report, I'm sure. Well, that was part of a uh, report on the heat sweeping the nation and the world, indeed. I guess, I guess if you believe, and maybe you should, again, I'm o- openly admitting I've spent no time looking into this. Um, uh, but if you believe that the world is uh, going to be completely uninhabitable by humans in like 25 years, I can see why you'd be, you know, think that should be a pretty high priority. Most Americans well, our- aren't worried about that, according to polls. No, our poor anxiety-ridden kids have been had it browbeaten into them that, indeed, we are going to die. We will be burnt to death. That poor children being manipulated by the lunatics of the left and the indoctrination factories that are our schools. So are you saying you're not concerned about climate change, then? Oh, I, I actually am. I think we're in a period of warming. I think uh, man-made emissions may have something to do with it. But I'm a practical man. The question is, uh, what are the effects likely to be? How can we mitigate them? Uh, to what extent are we willing to sacrifice our economic well-being to uh, alter our trajectory? And will it, and when I say we, I'm talking about the United States of America, to what extent uh, will us doing our part make any difference if other behemoths around the globe couldn't give a crap? Yeah, now I have paid attention to that part of the argument, the uh, the political and economic part. I have not paid attention to the science around climate change and whether or not it's how real it is and how soon and all that sort of stuff. But, yeah, I'm pretty convinced that um, the United States can't fix it on its own, and uh, India and China and many other countries have no interest whatsoever in going along with a lot of these um, strict pullbacks of energy that would devastate your economy. Now, the argument for a lot of people is, well, we need to lead. We need to, you know, put our money where our mouth is and lead and bring Mm. the other countries along. Yeah, that's a heck of a thing to do. Destroy the world's greatest economy, hoping we'll convince China and Germany and India and Brazil to wreck their economies and follow. And how soon will they do that exactly as they watch their competitors suffer under their own um, self-imposed economic rules yeah i just i just i don't buy that at all well i'm known to joke sell your parka buy some shorts uh trust me that's exactly what chairman xi is going to tell the chinese people if if it's a contest between sacrificing economic well-being or letting the world get a little warmer he's going to tell them go buy some flip-flops well i would guess that the leader of the second biggest economy in the world has spent as much time worried about climate change as i have would be my mm-hmm. guess i'll bet he's never spent a moment thinking about it uh here's the other story we got to talk about that i think is so dang interesting did the secret service destroy all those text messages that from the day of january 6th and the day after or is uh, it just no, part no, no, of no. routine oh. cleaning out the something or other it was a tech upgrade <laughs> 
uh, by necessity, we had to update the software, and uh, that uh, process uh, eliminates all the text messages we sent, even though they're public records. Probably, I don't know. You're using your skeptical voice. I'm, I'm sensing that you don't. Uh, you're not buying the Secret Service's story that it was just as part of a, a planned routine switch to a different server. So yeah, they were from the maybe the most important day in our entire history. Um, uh, those messages that day were lost. Uh, it happens. It's murky at best. I would say that. I don't know a lot about Secret Service tech upgrade protocols. I'm going 100%. It's a cover-up. 100%. Not a chance. Not a chance. Although it could be extreme incompetence. But the government is capable of extreme incompetence. Well, it said here we were supposed to move this stuff over on this date, so we did. Yet nobody thought that maybe... From that particular day, you ought to hang on to your... Even though Congress mm. asked several times that you hang on, you didn't... Mm, I suppose that's possible. You know, a couple other possibilities exist, and we can dive into this a little more deeply in a bit, uh, that uh, the Secret Service, uh, somebody in the Secret Service thought, we're going to get dragged into politics in a way that is terrible for the Secret Service. We got nothing over here. We got nothing to say. We got nothing to show you. We're just going to keep protecting the presidents and, and doing what the Secret Service does. And and maybe they were wrong. And hell, maybe that's even illegal. But maybe it was a, a solid motivation to do that. On the other hand, maybe there's dirt and somebody wanted to protect Secret Service itself. Trump. I don't know. Well, yeah, you could you could make the argument that it was a, a, an effort to we're going to get drug into politics or it was completely pol- a political move. So they are involved in politics. Uh, yeah, more to talk about on that. It's an interesting topic. Um, it does seem, though, everybody's in agreement. Those messages are gone. There's no getting them back that yeah, they're, they're wow. gone forever. Wow. How, how does mailbag look? Oh, it's, it's quite good. Very strong. Cool. Got a lot of stuff today. That's good. Mm. We got to oh, yeah. talk, talk about something. We're required to do it for four hours, so that's all and good. crime. We need to talk about crime. <laughs> that's right. Don't forget crime. Well, that's our general manager. It that's, would be a crime to ignore crime. That's the number one topic. Our text line, 415-295-KFTC. Armstrong and Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. So, um, a source I know with much information inside government doesn't believe anything nefarious was going on with the Secret Service. It was just part of a bad timing of a something or other. Hmm. Man, that's a heck of a thing. <laughs> that's a very historic day to lose the records of communication of how you were protecting the vice president as a crowd um, encouraged by the president to kill the vice president was uh, was coming his way and the Secret Service were trying to protect him. That, that's some pretty interesting communication that day, but it's lost to history. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes things that seem terribly nefarious aren't. This one seems terribly nefarious. <laughs> I don't disbelieve your source. It's just... Uh, a hell of a deal. Mm-hmm. You know? It is a Here's your freedom-loving quote of the day. I've gone with two quotes from two practical men. I actually don't know who Jim Ron is, R-O-H-N, but I love, I love what he said. Formal education will make you a living. 
self-education will make you a fortune. That's pretty good. You know, those who consider learning a lifelong, everyday thing tend to do better than those who just think, I'll go to school, then I'll you know, That's interesting. You know, relax. I, uh, uh, those of you listening, how many of y'all do that? I mean, I, I have been doing that like every day for decades. Like I'm in a college class. Do most people not do that? Or... Yeah, everybody's made differently. You know, there's nothing more. There could be nothing more terrifying than spending five minutes inside somebody else's head. I think some people, you know, maybe they work hard physically or, or whatever. And at the end of the day, they just want to relax. Hmm. Maybe uh, you feel like you need, you know everything you need to know to do your job. I guess I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I just think different strokes for different folks. Um, I, have a, I have a slightly different kind of job. So. Yeah, yeah, indeed. And then the other uh, very practical quote I like from J. Paul Getty. Uh, my great uncle, he's not. Uh, formula for success, rise early, work hard, strike oil. <laughs> I like that one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Conceding, yeah, you can drill a, as many holes as anybody in the world. If you don't strike oil, you're screwed. That's a good one. Mailbag. Boy, quite a number of people weighing in on the hairy armpits are back discussion. Oh, boy, really? The Wall Street Journal with an article yesterday. It's hip to uh, hip to be hairy I like you. I like you mentioning it's the Wall Street Journal. That gives it some imports. Like, it gives us justification, a permission structure to discuss this awful topic. It shouldn't, but it does. Ah, uh, so, uh, Nick, quick question. She's a 10, but she has hairy armpits. <laughs> <laughs> Got for me, too. Oh, that's a deal. Like I said yesterday, that's a deal breaker. I'm not proud of that, but that is a deal breaker. It's something I would have to work through, and I don't know why. And like you said, I'm kind of ashamed. Yeah, but I don't know why. Yeah, you're super nice. We agree on everything. You're very attractive, but you don't shake your armpits. Ah, It's over. (laughs) Wow. Wow, that's misogyny, certainly. Lori writes... Damn, one of the perks of hitting the senior years is hair ceases to grow or doesn't grow as much in certain regions, armpits being one of them. Now I'm going to have to make an appointment with a hair plug specialist to get plugs in my pits. <laughs> what we women won't do to feel sexy. <laughs> Laurie, that is hilarious. Oh, jeez. Really funny. Uh, good morning, AG team, writes uh, Dan in San Diego. Long-time listener, fan here. Uh, I'm traveling, catching up on the podcast. Blah, 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 blah. Just played the episode where the genius listener remixed his neighbor's barking dogs with heavy metal. Do we remember that? <laughs> Two observations. Go ahead, let it roll, Michael. I found myself tapping my foot along with the barking and riffs. Finding it strangely catchy for some odd reason. Second, I have two big old sweet Labradors that ignore just about everything in life. Uh, but by the time the Beagle, Beagle remix reached the guitar portion, they were both pissed, growling and barking and giving me the stink eye. After ending the music, I received a look from both that can only be described as, Don't do that again. That's funny. That is funny. Sorry, Dan, we're enraging your dogs again. Don't do that show. again. <laughs> Love the show, the commentary, breadth of opinions. Far too rare these days to hear both sides of issues presented in a reasonable manner. Thank you and keep it up. Thank you, Dan. That's what I enjoy, the breadth of opinions. Yes, yes. Got a lot of great emails on some serious topics. Maybe we'll sprinkle them in in uh, the subsequent three and a half hours we're forced to labor at this. 
Yeah, and you said you got some crime stats that are going to just shock us or something. Uh, uh, um, yes, it's an explanation, part Will, of the reason why crime is skyrocketing. Will your crime stats rob us of our innocence? Is that what Wow, that's no? good. That's so. good. I think. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. The Armstrong and Getty Show. So I watched part of the All-Star Game last night, the the baseball All-Star Game, uh, from uh, Chavez Regime, Dodger Stadium in beautiful Los Angeles. And uh, it was quite entertaining. Jack, it's a baseball game played by all the stars. It's all stars on the field. Interesting. Who won? uh, uh, the American League, I guess. Okay. Uh, I didn't watch the whole thing, but um, uh, the American League has won nine times in a row, I think. Um, but anyway, one of the more entertaining things they did, because it's an exhibition game, really, is uh, they mic'd up some of the players, including, and I happen to watch this inning, one of the pitchers, and they were talking to him, and he was answering between pitches as he set up really? ready to throw. Yeah, it was crazy. Oh, wow, that's interesting. It was kind of funny. Here's a, here's a sample. Alec Manoa takes the mound for the AL, and he does so wearing an earpiece and a microphone. Alec, how you doing? I'm good, I'm good, I'm good. Here we go. 
Here we go. There's one. Hey, that was perfect, man. Here we go. There's two. He caught it. Pretty, pretty good. John, what do you want? Back foot slider. Down and low. Oh, you're sexy. Here we go. No. <laughs> yeah. Right down the middle, but we'll take it. Three punches. <laughs> Let's go. Alec, congratulations. Woo! Thank you for doing that. This. Was heavily, <laughs> you're the best, man. That's a hell of a bullpen right there. Uh, that was heavily edited. That was he struck out the side. Yeah, if baseball uh, he, actually went at that pace and more people would watch it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But it was funny listening to his uh, comment. And at one point, uh, you know, the uh, he he asked the the announcers, "All right, what do you want to see here?" And the guy said, "Back foot slider." If you don't know what that is, Google it. But um, uh, the guy threw it, but he 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 cut it. He he it broke too much. It broke too early, and it actually hit the guy in the foot. And so uh, the guy said, well, you said back foot slider. So it was, it was pretty uh, amusing. That's entertaining. Oh, heck yeah, it was. It was really good. Speaking of sports, how we're doing it wrong with youth sports in America, but they're doing it right in Norway. Actually, a damned interesting article in the San Diego Union Tribune today. We'll talk <laughs> about next. If you got kids in sports or ever did, I think you'll be interested in this. Yeah, yeah, I've been quite critical of a lot that's happening in youth sports in America these days, so I will definitely stay tuned. Came across this piece in The Atlantic. Alec McGillis wrote it. It, It's of a kind of a more lefty orientation than I come from, but it was full of really great information about some of the primary reasons crime has surged. And and we're familiar with some of it, the pullback of policing in the wake of Ferguson, George Floyd, right? The defund the police idiocy. Uh, the cops are not getting support from uh, their their city councils and their mayors or whatever. Every cop constantly under scrutiny. Um, I mean, there are a bunch of things that factor into the rise in crime. Yeah, I don't um, I don't doubt any of those. Uh, a lot of those are policy decisions. So, the, you know, they're worth arguing about and changing if you can. Also, something happened with covid. It made us crazy. All kinds of strange things have happened around covid. I would agree. And we'll get back to covid in a second. But then you have to look at Cal Unicornia with their idiotic turning people loose uh, resolutions and and. and and ballot measures and the rest of it that's just progressive DAs, they're a factor in it, too. But one thing that hadn't really occurred to me, and they make it clear in this Atlantic article, um, is that the courts substantially shut down during COVID. And so it caused this enormous backlog of cases and people who ought to be jailed and the rest of it. And it screwed up the system in a very significant way. Oh, yeah, I remember because this was at the beginning of uh, me getting divorced. And it was just impossible to get anything going because everything was Zoom and everything was so slow and nobody was getting into the office. And that was for, you know, uh, non-crime court stuff. Yeah, what a mess. Yeah. So the, this article starts with this 40 year old, year old guy. He's a loser. He's a drunk. He's an addict or whatever. And he, he tries to steal something from a liquor store. Uh, long story short, he gets arrested and held on some reasonably serious charges, armed robbery because he had a, a small knife with him, uh, that he brandished, aggravated assault, et cetera. Uh, and so he was held without bail at the Metro Detention Center in Albuquerque. And he was supposed, to, his crime was supposed to be fast tracked, but he spent something like a year in jail before his psychotic cellmate beat him to death. Oof. And this article is making the point, really from both sides of the equation, that um, we're not getting justice. We're not getting bad people taken off the streets. Now, this guy was held without bail, but that's a rarity. Um, and at the same time, people accused of crimes are not getting a speedy trial. Oh, boy. Not even close to it, which wow. is a constitutional right. Sure. 
Uh, let's see. Where do I want to jump in? Oh, my God. Uh, what a terrible story. Yeah. Meanwhile, new cases kept pouring in, partly as a result of the surge in violent crime that accompanied the pandemic. The nation's homicide rate rose by nearly 30% in 2020, another 5% in 2021. Then they go into some of the... Uh, some of the the reasons why, but uh, prosecutors confronted with a growing volume of cases decided not to take action against certain suspects who went on to commit other crimes. Victims or witnesses became less willing to testify as time passed and their memories of events grew foggy, weakening cases against perpetrators. Suspects were denied substance abuse treatment or other services that they normally would have accessed through the criminal justice system with dangerous consequences. Above all, experts say the shutdowns undermine the promise that crimes would be promptly punished. The theory that, quote, swift, certain, and fair consequences deter crimes is credited to the late criminologist Mark Kleiman. The idea is that it's the speed of repercussions rather than their severity that matters most. Oh, I want to think about that from child, from a child-rearing standpoint. So it's the speed of the repercussions for your actions more important than the severity of the punishment. That's interesting. Swift, certain, and fair. That's a great set of ideals to go for in in punishment, crime and punishment, or discipline of any sort. Um, And so, as... uh, Yeah, because unfair makes people resentful, and they're more focused on that than they are correcting their behavior. Right. I'm back, I'm thinking about parenting, but I'm sure it works the same way. And so this one guy who's an activist uh, for Safer Streets, uh, as he put it, closing the courts sent a message, quote, that there are no consequences and there's no help, which is really powerful. Uh, Let me skip ahead to one more section that I found really interesting. Uh, They mention uh, the story is set in Albuquerque, 600 miles east in Wichita, Kansas, where we started our careers together. Um, Authorities had worried uh, from early in the pandemic about the effect of closing courtrooms. They decided to do something about it. Uh, Violence had surged in the spring, early summer of 2020, as it had in so many places. Wichita police saw a sharp rise in drive-by shootings. And officials noticed something else, said then-police chief Gordon Ramsay, not to be confused with the bellowing, red-haired celebrity chef. (laughs) Many suspects arrested in the shootings were defiant, suggesting that nothing would come of the charges against them because the pandemic had shut down most of the court system. Oh, boy. Defendants were, as a result, disinclined to take a plea deal. Why plead guilty to avoid a trial when no trials were happening anyway? And so the cop, the head cop, Ramsey, contacted uh, contacted the Sedgwick County District Attorney and others about the need to get the system back on track as soon as possible. And he found some allies. And so Wichita did a much better job of reopening their courts and getting their justice system going again. And, you know, add this to the list of, with all due respect to the how many people died from COVID thing, it's difficult to put your finger on. It's probably a million Americans. It's a tragedy. It's terrible. Different stats suggest different numbers. But we must never forget the incredible expense in lives and and misery and the rest of it in shutting the world down because of COVID including in terms of crime. And, uh, you know, we could we could talk about this all day, but uh, the echoes that go outward from uh, what, what what was it the guy said that was so good, there are no, uh, uh, no consequences and no help. 
Therefore, the cops see somebody turned loose over and over and over again, and they think, what the hell? I'm not going to risk my neck to arrest this guy. There was a case in uh, in New York. This guy was arrested for the 18th time for felony auto theft in a 15-month period. That's, Same dude. Wow. So that's more than once a month. <laughs> and as any cop can tell you, any stop, especially any arrest, can turn violent and ugly and deadly. And so after you see the guy, you know, uh, for the 16th time turned loose... Are you going to risk a dangerous encounter with them when you know there's no courts being held? He's not going to be tried. He's not going to go to jail. He's just going to be out again tomorrow. So it had this outward ripple effect, like in all directions, where everybody's like, what's the point of doing my job? This is stupid. That's horrible. So whether you're a court system, a teacher, or a parent, what were those three words again for the punishments? They need to be swift, swift, certain, and fair. Swift, certain, and fair. Gotcha. I need to work on that. Yeah. Don't do the crime if you can't do the time. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Don't do it. That's Good advice from <laughs> Sam Davis, the younger there. That's uh, from a 70s cop show, if you're too young. It's the sort of TV we watched when the world was grittier. Um, <laughs> what do we do with youth sports in America that they're not doing, for instance, in Norway? which is being held up as an example of really good youth sports. I think you'll find this interesting. Uh, if you're a parent, you, your kids have participated at some level. Stay tuned for this. Text line 415-295-KFTC. Armstrong and Getty. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do, too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. 
Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. The Armstrong and Getty Show. As I head into a sports story, let me tell you this stupid story. So there's some Quidditch thing, group, whatever, around the game where you fly in your broom from Harry Potter? Yeah. Three major organizations that promote and manage the sport of Quidditch, they're changing their name to Quadball to distance themselves from Harry Potter author J.K. Rowling because of her anti-trans stance. Okay, well, you're idiots, so do whatever (laughs) idiots do, idiotically. Idiots. (laughs) Oh, my God. Oh, my God. And if you don't know what her offenses are, you know, Google them, I guess, because it's not worth getting into again. Yeah, that's just too perfect. This is an interesting story. can't grasp reality. My kids are not super into the athletics. Um, uh, my oldest son has played a few sports and uh, kind of likes it mostly for hanging around with his friends, but he's not super into it. But um, I know, you know, some of you all, I have friends who their kids are super into it and it's their life. And that's awesome. Um, but almost everybody's kids play sports for a little while. And I uh, came across this article in the San Diego Union Tribune. Norway's hands off approach to youth sports might explain why they're so good when they get older. And now there is a smidge of the United States does things wrong, Europe does things right in this article. There's a smidge of that. But some of the uh, the data, I think, and analysis is pretty sound anyway. Norway does youth sports unlike anyone else. And this is after they lay out how well Norway does on the world stage for a country that has 5 million people, something like that. It's extraordinarily small. Um, It's like San Diego County and San Bernardino County added together is Norway, yet they have um, several of the top this and that in every sport. Why do they do so well? And and then they're at least uh, extrapolating to youth sports. Um, I like the Norwegian sports model, says this person who um, analyzes. We don't focus on the hurdles until age 20, said this guy who shattered the world record at the Tokyo Olympics last summer. I think a lot of people learn from it. I never felt any pressure. My parents never pushed me. And that also created something inside me that gave me my own drive, my own flame. Youth sports in the United States, back to the article, your kid tries out for an under-eight soccer team. You fork out $2,000 per year in club dues, plus another couple thousand in tournament and travel costs. You don't play any other sports for fear your kid will fall behind. You religiously attend every game and scream from the sidelines. You question the coach's tactics and substitutions. You lecture your kid in the car on the way home. You proudly post Facebook pictures of your kid with medals. You start talking about college scholarships and national team. Now, wow. not, not everybody does that, but I know people that do. Or it's close enough. Youth sports, Even in, if you don't go all the way down that road. Youth sports in Norway. Your kid tries multiple sports at the local club, whether or not they're any good at them. You pay a nominal fee, but only if you can afford it. 
because it's subsidized by the National Lottery. Of course, that's a socialism thing. Uh, coaches are volunteers. There are no scores or standings on any competitions until age 11. I think that's interesting. Hmm. Um, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not an advocate of that sort of thing necessarily, but I, I, I think the, the overall point is the competition uh, angle of it is much lower. And sometimes older, um, uh, when they start keeping score, children are encouraged to pick their sports and decide amongst themselves what they want to do in practice. Most kids do not specialize until high school in Norway. Youth sports in the United States. The, the, I'm going to skip this because it is the pro-Euro, anti-United States bias sort of thing. Um, you don't compete when you're really young. It's only for fun, says uh, this person who was involved in Norwegian sports. We try lots of different sports. We competed them mostly for fun. And in high school, if you're really good at something, you start specializing in it. Studies have shown that. And I like this because this is actually based on some data. On average, American youth play sports for less than three years and retire at age 11. In Norway, that's just when they start keeping score and long before they start specializing in any sport. Now, um, the whole specializing in a sport thing wasn't going on when I was a kid. No. Um, no, in fact, the philosophy was quite the opposite. All the good, a variety of things. All the good athletes, and even the bad athletes for that matter, like me, uh, uh, played several different things. It would have seemed very weird for our guy who was the star of every sport he played to only play one. But right, to try to inch ahead of the global competition as a, a teenager, which doesn't happen by the way. Right, it research work that way. Research has confirmed a comprehensive 2013 study found prepubescent specialization. That's not an easy thing to say. That's its own sport, saying prepubescent specialization. How fast <laughs> can you say it against European competitors? Uh, uh Focusing on one thing when you're young does not increase chances of becoming elite, but does carry higher rates of injury, mental stress, and burnout. That is I've what been they saying can... that for years, years and years. Yeah, that was intuitive to you. They've done a comprehensive worldwide study and found that to be true. I think it. Yeah, I, who would argue with that conclusion? Well, it was intuitive. Plus, I looked around me and observed what I observed, and you know, you, you got sixteen-year-old kids having Tommy John surgery, it's elbow surgery for pitchers. It's absurd. It's obscene. It's terrible because they've got to play year-round ball; otherwise, they'll fall behind. Except that's not how it works. Even without, you don't get ahead and stay ahead because you're so great at age fourteen. Even without that, I know um, anecdotally, uh, just people got tired of only doing track. Yeah, I'm pretty good at this, but it's not the only thing I want to do. I'm also really good at softball and basketball and a bunch of other things because I'm a good athlete, and I'd love to play all those things. But somehow I got on the long jump track. Uh, For most sports, such intense training in a single sport to the exclusion of others should be delayed until late adolescence to optimize success, says that big study. So, I don't know. I don't know that we're going to change our ways. It is interesting that we got there, uh, like so many things in uh, modern United States, changed fairly quickly from what it was when I, when I was a kid till now. Yeah, yeah. You know, the one thing that bothers me, too, and this is a little more subtle, a little harder to put your finger on, is that in, you know, before the professionalization of youth sports, and you, you've heard me rail many times against Poor, bored, confused seven-year-olds sitting there in full uniforms trying to play baseball. A game far too difficult, complicated, and dangerous for kids of that age to be playing. But anyway, um, it, it, it used to be 
that you had to self-motivate your way to call it specialization or playing at a more elite level. It, would, it There were only a, a, a tiny number of like really nutty dads who were barking at their nine-year-old to try to make him a great baseball player. You had to work your way up, have your interests sustained. You saw a certain level of success. You were rewarded by it. You weren't pushed nearly as much back in the day. You had to want it yourself. And now there's this, as they were explaining, you're paying thousands of dollars for these uh, club sports and travel teams and, and whatever the heck else. And everybody's talking about college scholarships. And you as a kid feel that. You feel that you are being pushed and maybe you kind of owe it to get a scholarship and the rest of it. And it just it's an entirely different experience than wanting to be an elite athlete. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's part of what they're pointing out. And the um, the, the 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 first example was somebody was self-driven by discovering uh, late in high school that they really liked one particular thing and really wanted to be driven to see how good they could be on it mm-hmm. as opposed to doing God doing that from when you're like eight. Oh, my God. That would wear you out. Yeah. Don't forget from the Europe is better school of thought, they ban abortions after 15 weeks in most cases. Hey, way, so. to, way, to, way to work that in. Nice job. Eh. Well, you Europhiles, keep it in mind. Yeah, huh? Yeah, huh? Show them. <laughs> if you miss an hour of the show, get the podcast, Armstrong and Getty On Demand. Armstrong and Getty. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home.